0: Everybody's speculating about Hillary Clinton's New York speech tonight. Will she end her campaign, hang on longer, or negotiate for the number two spot? We'll get your thoughts. And Oprah Winfrey seems to be defining her own God, her own religion. But is it Christianity? We'll ask a theologian. This is Jerry Johnson live from Criswell College. Join us as we look at today's news from the Christian worldview for Christ and culture.
1: Mr. Gorbachev tear down this wall. It's one
2: small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. December 7th, 1941, a date which will
3: live in infamy. I have a dream.
2: It depends upon what the meaning of the word is.
0: president of Criswell College and Criswell Communications. Later in the show, we'll open the toll-free lines for your questions and comments. You may also email us at talk at live.com. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jerry Johnson. During this campaign, in the primaries, there have been some worries about whether or not the Democratic Party will be divided after it's all over. There's been thinking, well, yeah, know. Are the Clinton folks going to support the Obama folks? And are the Obama folks going to get together with the Clinton folks? All right,
1: that's Barack Obama. And today is the day when Hillary Clinton is going to give some kind of a concession that he has enough delegates to be the presidential candidate for the Democrats. And the question Obama says that everyone is asking, can the Clinton folks support Obama? Well, here's one Clinton supporter on Saturday, who says, no way.
4: And they think we won't turn and vote for McCain. Well, I got news for all of you. McCain will be the next president of the United States.
1: All right, that's Harriet Christian. That's the number one political YouTube uh, video out there right now. She's making the rounds on the cable talk shows. But here's the question. Will the Hillary Clinton supporters... Back Barack Obama. Will they support John McCain? We're going to take your calls. Particularly, I would like to hear today from Clinton supporters. Now that she's set to concede, will you support Obama? The number is 800-881-9270. Give us a call, 800-881-9270. A second question really would be this for Christians out there. Do you feel there's really a difference for Christians who are concerned about politics and the direction of the country. Is there a substantial difference between Obama and Clinton? 800-881-9270. We're also going to
5: talk about Oprah Winfrey a little bit later in the program. Here she is introducing her Soul Series, which features the teachings and books of Eckhart Tolle.
6: Welcome to my Soul Series. Soul Series is part of Oprah and Friends.
5: All right, Oprah Winfrey is really on a quest right now to find spiritual truth. And what she does is she elevates her favorite gurus through her TV show and also now through her book club. And she's involving millions of viewers in her search for truth. But where is she leading them? Dr. Mark Hoppinger has written recently that it's a case of the blind leading the blind. And he will join us later to discuss the Church of Oprah. Don't miss it.
1: All right, you ladies out there that watch Oprah, you've got to tune in at 530. Do not miss that. Also, later in the program, we hope to talk about all of this press, positive press on Iraq. The Washington Post, one of the most liberal newspapers in the country, an editorial this weekend called the Iraqi Upturn, A liberal newspaper saying, hey, good things happening now in Iraq. I'm looking at Reuters headline, Iraq hits milestones on U.S. troop deaths and oil. Deaths at an all-time low, oil at an all-time flow. That is, we're getting more and more oil uh, production out of Iraq. So we're going to talk about the good news and what this could mean for McCain. In fact, there's talk out there of a McCain-Petraeus ticket. General Petraeus is pro-life. What do you think of that? We'll talk about it later in the program. But the big news today, the Associated Press reporting that Hillary Clinton's going to make some kind of concession. Now, I've got to tell you, folks, some people in our campaign are denying these reports, but the Associated Press is sticking with this report.
5: Barack Obama has the delegates needed to secure the Democratic nomination. The announcement will effectively end Clinton's bid to be the nation's first female president. Clinton will speak Tuesday night in New York. Senior campaign officials say she will stop short of formally suspending or ending her race. However, for all intents and purposes, her campaign is over.
1: So I think she's just having to face reality. The, the numbers are not there. Mathematically, it's just not possible for her. And that's what she's going to acknowledge tonight.
6: Obama is closing in on the 2,118
5: delegates needed to clinch the nomination. He's expected to cross that sometime Tuesday as superdelegates move into his column. Diane Kepley, The Associated Press.
1: All right, for Christians, is there really a substantial difference between Obama and Clinton? Uh, And will these Clinton supporters go over to Obama? Now, here's Obama today saying, uh, I think they will.
0: During this campaign... In the primaries, there have been some worries about whether or not the Democratic Party will be divided after it's all over. There's been thinking, well, you know, are the Clinton folks going to support the Obama folks? And are the Obama folks going to get together with the Clinton folks? Let me tell you something. First of all, Senator Clinton has run an outstanding race. She is an outstanding public servant.
1: All right, that's enough of that. So the big question is, will Hillary Clinton supporters support Barack Obama? Uh, Would it make a difference if he picks Clinton to be the vice president? We've asked for Democrats, particularly Clinton supporters, to call in. We hope we've got some of those on the line waiting right now. Of course, we've heard from some of those Clinton supporters already to say, no way, we're voting for McCain. Uh, Let's go to Shane from Grand Prairie. Shane, what's your view on this?
7: Well, I think that Hillary Clinton is an outstanding candidate, however... Obama and her, if you look at their political record and their voting record, they voted basically the same on many, many issues. Um, If he took her as uh, a vice president, I think it would be wonderful. If he doesn't, I still think that he's a prime candidate, and I will change my vote to him.
1: Mm. Let me ask you this, Shane. Uh, Do you support uh, the unlimited right to abortion, or do you think abortion ought to be restricted?
7: I do believe that in a third trimester, that it no longer is a considered abortion. Mm.
1: Do you feel like um, these two uh, candidates um, See, are but just?
7: Hillary believes the same way. She never ever supported third trimester abortions. Mm.
1: Well, I think her. I think she and her husband opposed the ban on partial birth abortions.
7: Yes, they did.
1: And so, uh That's usually a third trimester yeah, abortion. But do you think that the uh, on the other issues uh they're, they're where they ought to be and that just outweighs the sanctity of human life for you or?
7: Um, I believe in choice.
1: Okay. All right. Well, thank you for calling, Shane. Let's go to our next caller. Larry, Larry's on the line from Dallas. Larry, thank you for calling. What's yes, your view? That,
8: thank you. Well, um Obama is asking maybe uh, the Democratic Party will be united or not. Well, the press already divided the Democratic Party. And for me, I'm a household. We are going to vote McCain. Mm. Because are you
5: a Democrat?
8: I, I'm a Democrat. I am a Democrat. I always vote the, uh, the straight Democrat, straight ticket. But this time, because of the way the press stood it, because... Hillary Clinton would have had this ticket long time ago.
9: Mm.
8: It's because of the hatred that the, the some uh, big party, big party member in the Democratic Party have towards towards Clinton and his wife, and some hatred that. They have. That is why we we didn't have
1: this nomination a long time ago. All right. uh, Thank you for calling, Larry. That's very interesting. Here is a big-time Democrat, he says. Big-time Democrat. But he's going to vote for McCain. I'll tell you, there's a lot of unrest out there. Now, this audio is making the rounds. This lady is Harriet Christian. She's a Clinton supporter. And after Saturdays... Um, decision of the Rules Committee for the Democrats, a lot of these uh, Democrat supporters of Hillary Clinton say, no, we're going to vote for McCain now. Here's Harriet Christian.
4: I'm proud to be an older American woman. Where are you from? from? New York City. Hillary State. The best nominee that's possible. And the Democrats are throwing the election away. For what? An inadequate black male? Who would not have been running had it not been a white woman that was running for president. And I'm not going to shut my mouth anymore. I can be called white, but you can't be called black. That's not my America. It's equality for all of us. It's about time we all stood up for it. I'm no second class citizen. All right,
1: that's Harriet Christian. Now she's raising the issue of race. She's raising the issue of gender and age as well. Very, this is loaded. This is a loaded discussion. We don't agree with everything she said, but it's very interesting. We're just pointing out here, this party is divided. Now, we've got a Clinton supporter on the line. Let's listen to Richard from Dallas. Richard, what do you make of this?
2: Well, I voted for Hillary. I even went to one of the Texas caucuses, which was a joke. Um, and if I hope she doesn't accept, I don't think he's going to offer it to her. I hope she doesn't accept V.P. because I still won't vote. I will vote for McCain. I think Kane, uh I don't agree with everything, but I think he does have a pretty good head on him. And if I could suggest somebody for him to pick, I would possibly ask him to pick Kay Bailey. He won't, but hmm. I think she might make a good running mate for him. But no way will I vote for Obama. Mm.
1: That's intriguing, because he might pick up some of the women vote that would go to uh, Hillary Clinton if he did that. So that's a very intriguing suggestion. Let me ask you this, Richard. She Is... does,
2: but I think she's been an effective senator from Texas. Mm. And I think that uh, out of some of the names I've heard, I think she might be his best
1: bet. Wow. Let me ask you this question, Richard. Is your vote for McCain more of a protest, for the way the Primary Rules Committee did things? Or is it because Obama is really to the left of Clinton, you see him as an extreme candidate?
2: He's an extreme candidate, and I think his choice of friends over the past 20 years mm-hmm. has affected the mm-hmm. way that I would have felt mm-hmm. about him, although I was for Clinton from the very start. Uh, if he just I think this last little deal with this priest who he has been a friend with regarding what he said. Yes. Uh, that was, I could not believe that, that, that they showed on TV a man acting like that. In a church
1: of God it was pretty extreme Richard thank you for the call in fact, when uh, Jeremiah Wright was first exposed not only did Obama defend him this priest was defending him he was on national television defending him and they were uh, in together in defense of the pastor what do you make of this Penna?
5: well I think it's amazing that so many people uh, that support Hillary Clinton would not support Barack Obama because they're pretty much the same on the issues and I think what I have to boil this down to is that this race so far is about gender, it's about race, it's about age, and it's about who your friends are when it should be about what your positions are on the issues. If it were, then we'd, we'd have people who supported Hillary moving straight to Barack Obama, but we've got this contingent of people that are not because there's still this division over
1: these things in the Democrat Party. All right, let's listen to Harriet Christian again. Here she says, this Democrat, she's voting for McCain.
4: I came here for the vote of every American, and our Democratic Party threw us down the tubes. I was a second-class citizen before, now I'm nothing. Why? Because they want to do what they want to do, and they think we won't turn and vote for McCain. Well, I got news for all of you, McCain will be the next president of the United States.
1: All right, so there's a Democrat, another one saying she's going for McCain, she'll vote for McCain, and that McCain will be the next president of the United States. When we come back, we want you to call in. The number's 800-881-9270, particularly Hillary supporters. We want to know if you're going over to Obama or you're going over to McCain. Also, we want to talk about Iraq. What's happening over there? Will this help the McCain candidacy? Deaths at an all-time low. And uh, the oil flowing out of Iraq at an all-time high. Even the Washington Post, the liberal newspaper, says there is an uptick in Iraq. And this war can be won. This is Jerry Johnson Live with Penedexter. Call us, 800-881-9270.
0: That's chriswell.edu. You're listening to Jerry Johnson Live. Now here's your host, Dr. Jerry Johnson, president of Criswell College and Criswell Communications.
6: It's making its way around the world, and the buzz... Keeps building. For years on this show, this is what I've been trying to do. It is the secret to creating the life you truly want. Make more
1: money. All right, that's Oprah Winfrey. The Church of Oprah is all the buzz. In the next 15 minutes, we're going to have a theologian who's written a major expose on Oprah and the Jealous God. You don't want to miss that coming up in 15 minutes, Dr. Mark Coppinger. But right now, we're talking about Hillary Clinton. She's set to give some kind of a concession tonight. And the big question is... Will her supporters go over to Obama? Will they go over to McCain? We've got several on the line right now. And uh, here's Jennifer from Dallas. Jennifer, thank you for holding. What's your view on this?
10: Thank you. Um, I'm just calling to say that I'm just appalled that there could be any Christians voting their actual beliefs in Christianity who can vote for either one of them with clear conscience. The last woman who called claiming that she she believes in choice, well, she's telling us she believes in murder. And I just have a hard time with
1: this. So you're right. So would you be, believe in choice when it comes to slavery? Would, well, no, because that's a human life. And likewise, could you believe in choice when it comes to abortion? I think that's very important, Jennifer. And, uh, you know, we, we hope to wrap up reviewing this. But uh, is there really a substantial difference between Obama and Clinton? Uh, both of them have 100% voting records uh, pro-abortion And um, I appreciate that call. They also
5: both have expressed many times they uh, support the advancing homosexual agenda, which should be another hot button for Christians.
1: And they both say, look, they wouldn't touch a Supreme Court candidate who would not affirm Roe versus Wade. Well, we've got Deborah on the line, and I think Deborah may be an Obama supporter. Deborah, what do you think of all this?
10: Yes, I am a very strong Obama supporter, and I am a Democrat at heart, always been a Democrat. And if um Hillary Clinton was running, I would definitely vote for Hillary. I just don't understand how people can vote for a person and not a party.
1: Hmm. Well, let me ask you, you know? this let me ask you this, Deborah. How do you feel about uh, uh the moral issue of abortion and the fact that Obama and Hillary uh are really fully committed to abortion on demand? Is that a struggle for you?
10: No, because I feel that I know personally, not for me, but I mean for other people that I know that have had an abortion, and if abortion wasn't available for them legally, they would have found some, alley, some person in an alleyway to help them with the baby. So I, I am far pro-choice just because I feel that any female, any woman that decides they don't want to go through with a pregnancy that they will have somewhere legal and safe
5: to avoid it. Deborah, what else is important to you when you look at a candidate? I mean, you say you vote for a party rather than a person, which, you know, a lot of people do. They just write, uh, they vote straight party ticket, and they look at the platform. So what, uh, besides choice, what are your other issues?
10: Well, I just I just believe that um, if you know, well, for me, the fact that everybody's... Um, complaining about their you know their views on pro choice of abortion and their views um with regards to homosexuality and um oh, so go
5: beyond were, that tell us what else
10: well well beyond that i you know i don't have any real other issues i mean is you know i feel that hillary i think that she would do a good job and i feel that obama would do a good job but
5: why why
10: well, especially Hillary, because well, you know, Hillary was married to Bill, so of course, you know.
5: But you just told me that you don't think you should vote for people; you should vote for parties. So parties stand for positions well, on issues. Hillary what are and,
10: the and and Obama both are Democrats, so.
5: Either one would, would get my vote. Okay, I'm okay, not we getting move an on, answer, Deborah. but thanks
1: for calling. We've got others vote. waiting. Let's move on to Peter from Arlington. Peter, the question is, Hillary, today stepping down at least some kind of a concession, would you support Obama or McCain now?
3: Uh, to me, I support McCain. I mean, I would support uh, Obama. Obama. Yes, but my, I want uh, to tell, tell you one thing. I listen to this radio every time. Uh, remember when we had a Texas elections? Yes. The Republicans went for Clinton because they wanted Obama to lose. Yes. Obama, Obama still on the race and is on front. And also, I remind you that abortion is not an issue of Obama. It's about our Senate. Uh, Bush has been there. He has done nothing about it. I am a Christian. And I like to face things as Christians, we need to be liberal, straight, and work on the issues rather than talking about people and the politics. But I know that Obama might surprise many people, even though I, in your, in your uh, everyday show, you seem to be writing him out and supporting another, other candidates. Mm. I want us to. I like what the pen, pen, I like what panel said a few minutes ago, and the pen, I like what you said. Let us vote on issues, not people.
5: Well, then tell me the issue. Tell me the number one reason you like Barack Obama.
3: Barack Obama, I'm looking at economics. Clinton, I like Clinton because when he took office, we were working so hard, we were losing jobs. But many people got jobs. I hope what he's saying, we need jobs. And we need health care.
7: Well,
1: the job's picture has been better under Bush than it was under. Clinton. We'll wrap th- uh, we'll we'll answer those questions. And, moment. I want to move on to Marilyn, who's been waiting and and she's been holding. Marilyn, what's your view?
11: Well, um, I don't see the jump immediately from Clinton to Obama. Um, mm. We know where Senator Clinton stands. I don't agree with her on everything, including choice. Uh, I am pro-choice. I think the woman has a right to choose whether she's going to have sex or have a baby, uh, and that's the choice. Not <laughs> Good point. Uh, however, I don't see the jump to Obama. We know where Clinton stands. We don't know where Obama stands. He's he has introduced no legislation. He's voted uh sparsely and not with conviction on anything. And you you judge someone. By actions, not words, mm-hmm. because oftentimes they don't match. And I think what we hear him saying, and what we actually see by staying in a church for 20 years that is terribly biased and terribly hateful, mm-hmm. um, I think you have a hard time. Well, you, have, you can't convince me that he's a Christian. Hey, I mean, Marilyn, if you go to a church that doesn't. Who,
1: who are you going to vote God, for in the end, Marilyn?
5: McCain. McCain. I don't think I have a choice. Do you think the Democrats are kind of about to nominate an unknown quantity? I think so.
1: Wow, fascinating. We've got to move on, Marilyn. We've got Gary on the line from Fort Worth. Gary, thank you for calling and holding. What's your view?
2: Well, sir, i am called to comment, uh, and first of all, thank you for taking my call and uh, allowing us to have this discourse, which uh, uh, only in this country we can do this yes. but, uh, but uh, as from a Christian perspective about the difference between uh Obama and McCain, I, I think the previous caller, Marilyn, there, was right on on target about the comment about pro-choice. It's you know whether you're going to have sex or whether you're going to you know be pregnant. I think that was exactly what it is, and uh, I think we just continue to allow this to be watered down. And as Christians, we need to stand up about the issues that are really important to us, and, and, and abortion, and, and gay marriage, uh, the erosion of the American family. I hear Obama talk about that kind of thing, but I really don't see him addressing the core issues about why the family is in such disarray. Hey,
1: thanks so much, Gary, for that comment. We've got one more caller. Let's slip him in. Paul from Arlington, what's your take on this?
3: Yeah, but uh, what I, it's quite unfortunate what I'm trying to say is It's unfortunate that people are jumping from Obama, uh, from Clinton to Obama. Uh, In my own opinion, I believe both of them have the same party programs to pursue. And uh, as a Christian, I'm not going to vote any of them. Mm. Even though I'm a Democrat, I think that the programs of uh, Republican in terms of uh, life, in terms of issues like abortion, you know, it's actually the basis why I should be voting for, you know, McCain and not Obama.
1: Thank you, Paul, so much for that call. Clint, let's break this down. I think, look, McCain is not a far-right Republican. He's sort of a centrist, maverick Republican. Hillary's to the left of McCain, Obama to the left of Hillary. Uh, Barack Obama got the most liberal rating from I think it was the National Journal, is that right? He's the most liberal senator. The Democrats are about to nominate the most liberal candidate they've ever put forward in the history of the party. And so I think some of these Clinton supporters are upset at the way the process worked. But some of the Clinton people are old Southern Democrats, and they have some conservative instincts. Uh, But Obama is a bridge too far for them. And it sounds like just from throwing this out today that uh, this woman who sounded like Edith Bunker, Harriet Christian, that actually while people may not agree with all that she said, they're actually going to do that. They're switching from Hillary Clinton not to Obama but to John McCain.
5: It's very interesting and she's not even from the South. This lady was from New York for various reasons, either whether they think that Hillary deserved it and they really wanted to see a woman in the White House or because they think Obama is too far to the left, there is a contingent, there's a group. It just depends on how big it is, whether they'll be able to swing the
1: election over to John McCain. Well, let me just say, if you're a Christian out there and you want to be salt and light, as we're supposed to be, I don't see how you can get beyond the life issue, and there's virtually no difference between Obama and Clinton on those two issues. But uh, John McCain has voted pro-life, and uh, to the contrary, with one of our callers, President Bush has done a good bit to protect human life. He's uh, appointed two conservative Supreme Court justices, which will probably vote to protect human life. He has vetoed the embryonic stem cell bills, which would destroy human life. He's uh, maintained a very conservative policy on the sanctity of human life. Obama has vowed to go the other direction, no doubt about it. And on marriage... And on terrorism and on the economy, vast differences between McCain and Barack Obama. When we come back, what do you make of the Church of Oprah? We're going to ask a leading theologian about Oprah Winfrey.
0: You're listening to Jerry Johnson Live. Now here's your host, Dr. Jerry Johnson. President of Criswell College and Criswell Communications.
6: Welcome to my Soul Series. Soul Series is part of Oprah and Friends. If there was one individual I know I was supposed to talk with on my Soul Series, hands down, it would be the man that I've dubbed the father of the now, Eckhart Tolle. When I first hosted him on Soul Series back in September, I saw that dream began to manifest. This is where it all came together for me because for decades I've known that I wanted to hold a class that would benefit and inspire people across the globe. So I invited Eckhart on our Soul Series to discuss his seminal work, The Power of Now. It's one of the most transformative books most people have read and it absolutely changed the way I looked at my life.
1: All right, that's Oprah Winfrey. Some have... um... Dubbed her program, her following, The Church of Oprah. What's wrong with this? Should we be concerned about trends, spiritual trends, on the Oprah Winfrey program? With us to talk about it, Dr. Mark Coppinger. He holds the Ph.D. from philosophy, from, um, in philosophy from Vanderbilt University. He's also been a college teacher, an Army officer, a seminary president. He is currently pastor of Evanston Baptist Church. Dr. Coppinger, welcome to the program.
9: Thank you, Dr. Johnson. I appreciate it.
1: Dr. Coppinger, you have written an article called Oprah and the Jealous God. Um, what are your concerns about the trends on her program when it comes to spirituality?
9: You know, right now there's a lot of uh, excitement over these atheistical writers like Richard Dawkins and, uh, and Hitchens and, and some of the others, and they're they're just making a frontal assault of Christianity, but they don't scare me nearly as much as... Uh, Oprah, um, she is anti-Christ. She denies that Christ is the only way, uh, but she she is helping people to just be mush-minded. Uh, it really fits the spirituality of the day. Uh, you know, whatever whatever kind of floats your boat or whatever makes you feel good is good enough. Uh, don't deny any of your impulses. Uh, just understand that you're full of light and you're wonderful. And people are buying it. Uh, so for everyone who might buy what Chris Hitchens is saying, there are thousands who yeah. are buying what Oprah is saying.
5: I might mention uh, that you can find an, um, an article that was written by Dr. Coppinger in the Baptist Press. It's bpnews.net. It's and one called from you too. Oprah and the Jealous God. And if you put my name in, you'll also, in the search engine, you'll find something I wrote about her New Age gospel back in March. But Dr. Coppinger, right now, her latest spiritual guru, because she does tend to bring these people to her program and then she puts them on her book club and their books become bestsellers. She's got this webinar with her latest guru, who is Eckhart Tolkien. And she calls him Mr. Now. And he says, live in the now. And he says, don't create your own suffering by uh, stressing over the past or the future. What is he talking about?
9: (laughs) I I was following up on one of the other sites talking about this fellow, and I think he supposedly had a breakthrough when he realized he should deny, say no to to nothing or something, he just just go with the flow. Uh, it sounds kind of Buddhist in a way. if you want to get suffering out of your life, then just don't really care much and just uh be really uh bland and blissed out and uh it 's a way to just sort of sacrifice your mind and lose your soul um, but it 's so mellow, I think all kinds of people who don 't want to do the hard work of thinking um about God or actually uh surrendering to a lord uh they would find that very attractive.
1: You're listening to Jerry Johnson Live with Penidexter, I guess, Dr. Mark Coppinger. He's professor of Christian apologetics at Southern Seminary in Louisville, Kentucky. Dr. Coppinger, you know, Oprah is really good on health tips. They've got Dr. Oz. There's the diet of the month, uh, the recipe, uh, dresses, and so forth. But there's a problem with theology of the month, I guess. Um, and th- you know, this boils down to some very important theological ideas She has said repeatedly she has a problem with a jealous God. Could you put that in proper Christian context? Uh, I mean, on the surface, the idea of a jealous God is problematic for many Americans uh, because they think of jealousy a certain way. But the Bible talks about God being jealous. Could you explain that?
9: Right. Well, our jealousy can be pretty low-minded, low-spirited. It shows that we're weak and insecure and petty and peevish, and, and um, so we sort of grasp for something that we uh, think that we're losing. Well, God is all-powerful, all-knowing. Uh, he is all-loving, and, and so it, it can't be that kind of jealousy. Uh, rather, it's, it's like a holy indignation. He sees uh, us wrecking ourselves, and he understands that our only well-being is in um, fellowship with him and in worshiping him. And when he sees us chasing after other gods and substitutes, it, uh, it just makes him indignant. Um, uh, I talk about an oncologist who's treating a person for cancer, and then he finds out that the fellow's caught a plane for Timbuktu so some shaman could blow sno- smoke up his nose. That <laughs> oncologist is going to be indignant. He's going to be jealous for his patient and not mm-hmm. want him to go chasing after a, a fool uh... that's more like the jealousy of god it's a it's a holy indignation and um, i think that she's just missed the boat she she she's thinking of jealousy in a peevish sense
5: You know, I think it's interesting that she would pick on this attribute, the jealousy of God, because uh, what she does is she picks and chooses from various religions. A sort of New Age, and as you said, Buddhist and uh, Eastern religions are kind of mushed together in this theology that she's, she's creating. So this is a case where God absolutely should be jealous if people are beginning to follow this kind of a religion.
9: Exactly right, and and I mentioned in the article the uh, Bahai Temple. It's about three miles from my home mm-hmm. up here on the North Shore of Chicago, and they say that there are many, many ways to God—Muslim, con- you know, Zoroastrian, Muslim, uh, Christian, Jewish, so forth and so on. And it's just uh, it's just mush thinking, but it really makes people feel good. Uh, they figure they can't miss if they're uh, tracking tracking the best the best they can by their own lights. Uh, So it's easy to sell this, but uh, it is just nonsense.
1: Uh, Dr. Coppinger, uh, let me go to another theological issue that I I know Oprah has uh, said. You know, there just can't be one way. Uh, There just can't be a single way. There are many ways. Or she'll say, God, whatever you may call him. Could you just talk about, you know, the severity of that claim um, as juxtaposed to Christian theology?
9: Yeah, I mean it's so. I, I just flew back from Europe uh, yesterday, yesterday evening, and um, we were we were nine hours over the Atlantic Ocean, and um, you know that plane operated according to some very very particular truths. I mean the lift of the wings came from Bernoulli's principle, and uh, I'm sure hydraulics and all kinds of electronic rules were there. And if if the designers of that Boeing plane had said, well, you know, we might. We might horse around and try it different ways and <laughs> and uh, so forth. I, I'd never gotten home. Um, it, it, it is just so odd to think that on the most important journey of our lives, that is to heaven, that uh, there is not one way, that there are not laws in particulars, is, is a very odd way of thinking.
1: Dr. Coppinger, what's your advice to um, wives, husbands, children? I mean... The Oprah show has a lot of great practical advice. There's just no doubt about that. Uh, In fact, she featured, um, I guess a month ago, the story of uh, mistaken identity uh, about the two Taylor students that uh, had the switched identity, and actually they gave a Christian witness on the program at the end. I noticed Oprah kind of watered it down. But, I mean, there's some good things on this program. What's your counsel to pastors and churches? How should they handle uh, Oprah on television?
9: Well, I mean, yeah, she does some really, really fun things. By the way, someone in my church here, um, uh, the wife of a graduate student at Northwestern, went to the Oprah show twice, and both times hit the jackpot, you know, when she gives away thousands of
1: things to
9: to all the people in the audience, and so uh, I've seen a lot of good, warm feelings come out of the Oprah show right in front of my eyes here. But, uh, you know, I think back to, uh, to the ad for, I think it was a Mr. Coffee coffee machine, and... The fellow pitching it was Joe DiMaggio, as I recall, and uh, I remember DiMaggio was just a great ball player, but he didn't know much about coffee, I'm sure, and I, I would say that when Oprah starts talking about religion or about values or faith, then uh, she she doesn't have a clue. She may be really good about uh, identity theft and, uh, you know, how to, I don't know, how to
5: how to lose weight.
9: How to lose weight? Yeah, she's done that repeatedly. Right. Uh, she's Probably all the weight she's lost in her life could add up to an incredible amount. But when she starts <laughs> getting into values and ethics and religion, then she is yeah. just uh, uh, lost as a goose. The problem with Oprah is she tries to do it so often. And I, I have to tell you, I just think because she interweaves so much nonsense um, into her show that I, I'd just probably shun the show. You can You can find out how to lose weight and avoid identity theft in other places.
1: Yeah, there are three uh, first-class heretics I can think of. She's been sort of the midwife for Marianne Williamson, mm-hmm. totally into the New Age stuff, now really a witch, uh, Eckhart Tolle and uh, Rhonda Byrne. The, the secret, secret. Right. So you've got this right. coming up again and again and again. Uh, the Dan Brown stuff, the Da Vinci Code, I think she was you know, pretty far into that stuff, too. Um, Dr. Coppinger, I want to switch gears for a moment, if you don't mind, Because not only have you been a pastor and a theologian, uh, you are a military man. And it just really stuns me that the Washington Post, which is no conservative newspaper. Right. uh, There was an op-ed this weekend that's entitled, The Iraqi Upturn Don't Look Now But The U.S.-backed Government and Army May Be Winning the War. What's your reaction to this?
9: (laughs) Well, I would say hallelujah. It's a very, very bold uh, thing we did to go in there. And um, I I come from the Vietnam generation. I was commissioned in ROTC in the infantry back in 1970. And uh, when I look at the Vietnam wall in Washington, which represents the war losses of my generation, I see over 55,000 names. To think that we've been in there since 2003, securing a nation as big as California and have only lost around 5,000 people is unbelievable, and yet people will magnify that and speak of the horror. I mean, we we lost as many people as that in a day or two at Iwo Jima. Um, there is such a um, uh, such a readiness to say, oh, it's not worth it, it's too hard, and I think we've forgotten how hard liberty is um, to secure. I, I will say this. I, hey, I Dr.
1: Coppinger, that, you know, you're holding over the break, I understand. Okay. Uh, can we finish that thought when we come back? Sure. Dr. Mark Coppinger will join us. We'll come back right after this break.
0: If you're looking for a college experience that is distinctively Christian, come to Criswell College. Contact us today for information about the upcoming term. Criswell College places a strong emphasis on the Word of God, a Christian worldview, and being an effective witness to a world that needs Jesus Christ. college today for information about the upcoming term call 1-800-899-0012 or on the web go to criswell.edu that's Chriswell.edu you're listening to jerry johnson live now here's your host dr jerry johnson president of criswell college and criswell communications
6: it's your time to seize the opportunity to support a man who, as the Bible says, loves mercy and does justly.
1: All right, that's Oprah Winfrey endorsing Barack Obama. They're from Chicagoland, and with us is another man from Chicagoland, Dr. Mark Coppinger. He's pastor of Evanston Baptist Church. He's professor of Christian apologetics at Southern Seminary in Louisville, Kentucky. He's also a former Army officer. Uh, Dr. Coppinger, uh, again, thanks for being back with us. We were talking about the surge in Iraq, how it's working. I'm looking at a Reuters headline today. Iraq hits milestones on U.S. troop deaths and oil. Deaths at an all-time low, oil at an all-time high in the flow. Things are going well I also heard today, Dr. Coppinger, uh, a new rumor that McCain may be looking at Petraeus. He's got a Ph.D. in political science from Princeton. Uh, He's pro-life. What do you think of Petraeus and the surge and uh, the possible VP slot for him?
9: Oh, wow. I've not heard about the VP slot. I think he's going to... uh centcom now, but uh, I think the world of him, I really do. Uh-huh. I tell you, I am, I am so heartened by it. I have uh, very close friends who've been involved in that uh, in that war, and I've gotten an email from a chaplain there even this afternoon, and I, I couldn't be more heartened. I tell you, it's amazing, given the cost of wars in the history of the world, how little this one has cost in terms of lives. I, certainly, if you've lost a family member it's it's a heartache, but uh you know the economy of this has been incredible and I will say this what what a terrible thing it would be to be so politically wired that you were discouraged by good news from Iraq <laughs> uh, or heartened by bad news and I think that some folks in America have gotten that position where it 's bad news, and uh, i I just uh, can 't understand that, but I am so delighted. They, some have a very romantic view of how you work with people in the world. There is so much evil and intransigence out there that force of arms is indispensable and always will be until the Lord comes.
1: Now, you teach Christian ethics. Uh, would you just relate that to the reality of sin? Is, is war a necessary evil but really because of the reality of sin?
9: Yeah, I mean, because it, it, it we're fallen, um, we're we're ornery and we are actually murderous uh, as a race, and uh, and uh, we're going to be doing things that need uh, resistance by the military. Um, I know we do use that exp- expression, and I've used it a necessary evil, but uh, I would even be careful and, and say that it's when you are exercising it according to the canons of justice, it's not even evil. Mm. It is a it is a necessary harm. Uh, it is a necessary. Act of violence, but it is actually a noble thing when done in the interests of justice.
5: Dr. Coppinger, uh, we've talked, it was mentioned earlier that there's a big Chicago uh, connection in uh, this interview since you're from uh, Chicago and uh, so is Oprah Winfrey that we discussed earlier and so is uh, Barack Obama. And, you know, we're just talking about him as the very likely Democrat nominee and also a person who supports pretty much, he says, an immediate pullout from Iraq. What do you think that would accomplish?
9: Well, I think I think it would be a, a mistake. I mean, it, it, it strikes me there were a number of times in World War II when we simply had uh, frustrations and weariness, and for someone to say, uh, "Well, let's just let's just pull out now. We've lost some lives, and it's costing money," would be folly. I think this would be folly. It's a huge task, but it is a it's a linchpin. Um, it seems to me as we've jumped in there, we have done. There have been great ripples into uh, into Lebanon into. Uh, uh, into Libya and even into Iran, and uh, I think we need to keep it going. Uh, I, I think it would be a disaster and very foolish. Uh, it's, there's a romanticism out there that is simply not grounded in reality, in my judgment.
1: Dr. Mark Coppinger, thank you so much for being with us. We look forward to seeing you at the convention next week.
9: Thank you, Dr. Johnson.
1: All right. Dr. Mark Coppinger, Pastor Evanston Baptist Church. Well, let's, um, let's go back to um, really the topic of the day Hillary Clinton out on her way out. Barack Obama is going to be the nominee but a lot of Clinton supporters saying uh, we can't go with Obama and the one that's really getting the headlines today is named Harriet Christian. She was interviewed on Neil Cavuto and here she's calmed down But she's basically saying, and she reminds me of the Where's the Beef Lady in the Wendy's commercial. She's essentially saying this guy is a lightweight compared to Hillary Clinton. Here she is, Harriet Christian.
12: Your competitors have constantly covered up everything he has done and have excused everything he has done. you think he's
2: gotten a free ride and it'll cost him in the general election?
12: I also think that the reason that the superdelegates may be coming out for him is because they demanded he leave his church why didn't he leave his church after the racist remarks came out there why is it all right for a black to say that whites are racist and they're not when ninety nine percent of the blacks don't even know why they're voting for him how can we allow this I well, are not saying that i'm saying all the blacks voting for him i no said ninety nine percent of voting primarily because he is a black candidate how can it be that after what hillary and her husband well, does did. Does he bring anything else to the table in your eyes? No, so he, hasn't, he, he hasn't made any statements about what he's going to do.
2: So you're saying if he were a white man, he'd, he would, he'd be
12: If he were a white man right now, he never would have jumped into the race with the inexperience that he has.
1: Pena, inexperience. Uh, is that similar to what Geraldine it's Ferraro said? It's the
5: same said? theme that uh, Geraldine Ferraro really voiced. And, you know, she is right that there are a lot of people... He has voiced some opinions on some positions, for instance, getting the troops out of Iraq. Right. But... Uh, and also uh, raising the capital gains tax. Uh, But, uh, you know, there are a lot of people, and this has been evidenced by our callers, people that call in. We ask them why they support Barack Obama, and they really can't tell us, except for maybe a word like change. And so, you know, the rubber is going to meet the road in the general election campaign. He is going to have to articulate positions, and I think people may see how radically to the left
1: uh, Barack Obama really is. Okay, she says he's a lightweight. I say he's a liberal. That's my main concern. He's liberal on marriage, supports gay marriage, liberal on life, and uh, liberal, I think, when it comes to fighting the war against terror. Let's go back uh, to Doug MacArthur on the war and when you end a war.
12: Once war
2: is forced upon us, There is no other alternative than to apply every available means to bring it to a swift end. War's very object is victory, not prolonged indecision. In war, there is no substitute for victory.
1: All right, we heard from Dr. Mark Coppinger, and um, because of the reality of sin and evil and evildoers in this world, uh, war is necessary. And uh, I don't think Obama gets that. He wants to pull out immediately. Well, this is a debate we will continue to have here on Jerry Johnson Live with Penidexter. Let me remind you tomorrow that we're going to have Jane Hampton Cook. She's written the book. Battlefields and Blessings, Stories of Faith and Courage from the Revolutionary War. Uh, She is a believer, former webmaster for President Bush. This ought to be fascinating. We'll see you tomorrow.
0: You've been listening to Jerry Johnson Live, a Christian Worldview radio show.